Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two groups, bands, musical artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds very different. This week we're talking about Electric Sixpence None the Richer. that bit that we were going to talk about we'll get to it electric sixpence none the richer that guy was interrupting me so i figured i'd say it again i am jared i am dax caleb i am tyler yes he is this is a patreon pick yes it is yes it is thank you uh patreon all of our all of our listeners our friends of the show elbow bumps and such every once in a while we let them do a thing yep we let them pick pick which one of the good band bad bands we do because we got a an extra extra week uh, a good band bad band in this month. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. So, so here we are. We're gonna begin with Electric Six. They are a rock and roll band from uh, Michigan, right? Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Well, they're from rock Royal city. Royal Oak, which is a a Detroit metro city. It's like a suburb, mm. but it's not. I got a buddy who lives there. Actually, works for Ford. Hmm. Shout out, Kyle. He doesn't listen, but that's okay. Thank you. Mm. They've got some. They never do. They've got some funny <laughs> names. Oh uh, yeah, they're another one of those groups like Bloodhound Gang, where if you're gonna be in the group, you've gotta have a funny name. Yeah, except yep. for one of them. Looking at you, Rob Lower. What a normal what, dude. What are you doing? I saw one of them went to pursue. Uh, I believe it was a law degree, mm-hmm. and I wondered how that was going for them. You know, like did they keep the name that they had within the band? Or uh, hopefully he wasn't rock and roll Indian. <laughs> no, I don't believe he was. I don't think that would have gone well. No, well, we I don't think it know. wasn't. Wasn't it Serge Jobot that did that? I, I think, think so. Serge. I'm pretty sure that's who left and that's uh, right. pursued the law degree. So what are all the names? Do you know all the names? So the names, uh, the, the ones that are weird. So the lead singer is Dick Valentine, who's been with them from the beginning. Great name. Uh, Johnny National, but that S in National has a dollar sign. Of course. Tate Nucleus with a question mark. Nucleus? Uh, Nucleus. Oh, Nucleus. You're right. Nuclear. 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 (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, Hypercube. And then Bonanza. But I don't know if those two are different people. No, no. That's one person. Hypercube Bonanza. Well, why did they Bonanza. but they put it like under it on like it's two names probably just ran out of space uh as i mentioned previously serge jobot no longer in the band the rock and roll indian has uh has left the group uh-huh. you miss day v day v or da v yeah i was wondering oh that. yeah da v well i didn't think that one was, was as important uh the the colonel uh smorgasbord is on there and two-handed bob Two-handed Bob. Two-handed. <laughs> That's just Bob. He's well. Uh, he played drums in 2016. That's. I it. would think so. This isn't Def Leppard. That was after uh, the original drummer. <laughs> well, one of the original drummers, Percussion World, left. Oh, I love Percussion World. That one's, that one's my favorite one of all of them, actually. The original drummer, it looks like, was somebody just named M. What? Just named what? M. M. Huh. Like he's like he's one of the characters from Death Note. Oh, it must be clearly. <laughs> but yeah, De- Dick Valentine is the only person that is still in uh, the group. The Everybody original else, members, yeah, the only original member. 
They have uh, too many albums. It was yeah, 12? they do. They they have. Uh, it's not seventeen. Right, really. Seventeen plus a Christmas album, a very electric Sixmas. Oh my god. They're that's like, great. They're they're actually one up on John Prine, including Christmas albums. That's that's true. That's quite a bit. It's not right. Six Pits, None the Richer, also has a Christmas album. Yes, they do. So every, they're tied every, so far. Everyone this week has a Christmas album. You know, in, around twenty fifteen, they just started doubling up every year, and that's when they really started to. Two not, albums a year. Oh yeah, I see yeah. that. That's too many. It is. Well, some, a lot of them many. are crowdsourced. It said, like, um, they've done a lot of material that was, has been crowdsourced through like uh, those websites that people use. Mm. They have got a, they got an electric six Kickstarter. Oh yes, uh, that's it. The show is over. Everybody, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> that's it. Wave goodbye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I think we should go ahead. We we didn't get into it when we first started the episode, but we should get into this conspiracy. Okay, yes. Yeah. So on their debut album uh, called Fire, which has their only two hit songs with uh, Danger, High Voltage, and Gay Bar, and then they have not done anything of merit since then. They've had they, some good songs, but not like uh, not commercially like, they can successful. Be, yeah, commercially. Really. It's so weird to have two songs – that some people know and then literally nothing and still be around. It is so bizarre. Not, not with the genre that they fit into. Detroit rock. It's it's not Detroit rock. You want to talk about no. gimmicky, boys. This mm-hmm. is like uh, Fly of the Concords made music that was louder but but less sophisticated. It's kind of dancey, you know, some mm-hmm. disco yeah, vibes. A little bit. I mean, it's a there. mesh, but have you listened to the lyrics? Have you paid attention to the point of and it's the repetitiveness and it's just it's just it's just whoo. Dick Valentine had commented on the aforementioned lyrical tendencies in song content with regards to the band's third album. For the first time, none of the songs have the word dance or variation of dance in the title. But fear not, we have songs with drugs girls tonight and night and louder and party in the title so we haven't given up on our philosophy just yet they clearly are very aware of what they're doing with their music they yeah, know what's sad. up they're doing a thing and they're doing it well well uh, I, mean, I disagree oh, on the boy. well yeah. So, yeah some of the time they're doing it really well uh wow you just keep digging don't you some of the time i added you added really that's true you can't add okay. some of the time you can't add a negative and then a positive and think that you're not, you know, you're better off than you were. Well, he, no. Yeah, because he said some of the time and then he's changed it to really well. So not only was it some of the time, he made it really well. So that's okay. So let's get into uh, Danger High Voltage. Mm-hmm. On that song, there is a background vocalist. And uh, we'll, we'll just play that bit. It was getting ready to be in. So you can just leave the song where it was. Now, that, according to the liner notes of the CD, (laughs) is John S. O'Leary. 
That is who the song is credited to. But that's not him. That's not. That is who it is credited to. But who is it really? According to some sources, it is Jack White. It's Jack White. They have not confirmed this legally. Dick Valentine confirmed it. They tiptoed. They have tiptoed. They said. They've certainly tiptoed. Their lawyers have uh, told them to neither confirm nor deny that Jack White is in this song. A uh, podcast interview with Dick Valentine. He said that the song was recorded before the White Stripes made it big. So they just had another band. Oh, that that's was, stupid. They were playing in the same area. They just had a guy come in and they just had some fun with it. He thought it would be fun. And then they blew up and then they re-released it and they were like, nah, let's just not credit him. When did the White Stripes make it big? Early 2000. Uh like what, 2001. When? Well, guess 2000. what? Because this album came out in 2003. Three. That was but what wait, I said. That's but, what I said. But wait. And he's got more. He's but got wait. Some. Okay. So Electric Six wasn't the original name. They uh, originally were the Wild Bunch. And they recorded this song in 1999. But there was a legal dispute about the name. So they had to change and they re-released it. So this song's from 1999. And then it was released a few years later. Right. I'm unconvinced in either direction. Agreed. I mean, I don't see why they would make it up. I see no real point. Why you would make it up? That yeah. Jack White is the one who sings in your song? Because it it's 2003 like and they've had four albums come out and everyone likes them. What do you mean, why would they make it up? That, though. It, before, no, it wasn't. It was released in 2003. Originally in 99. It was Supposedly, in if, you can, if you can locate that. Uh, there is a performance you can find on YouTube of them on a TV show doing it. And who performed the vocals? Uh, nobody. It was lip synced. They were lip syncing it, yes. It was like a public access thing. Oh, okay. So John S. O'Leary, according to the band, is an auto mechanic. But they also said that he won a contest to be able to sing on it. So I don't. It's very uh, gimmicky. Weird. Well, I mean, it's, it's a gimmick thing. But it's still like it's it's hard to know what if it actually is or not. Why would you not credit Jack White in two thousand and three? So you don't, so you don't have to pay him for a background vocalist. Oh yeah. But he'd already done it. I mean, I don't know, I guess. But they still would have to pay him anyways. Yeah. He did it. I know, but he would choose. He would choose. So he chose not to be credited. Probably. He would have to have been. I would think so. Why why do you think it's John S. O'Leary? What what was that for? That's a made up name, apparently. I would ration that they. Let's say that it's not. Okay. Yes. Let's say that it's not actually John White. Because that is also a theory that could exist. That it is not indeed Jack White. And they are being elusive because then maybe it is Jack White. Mm-hmm. And then maybe there's more interest around their music. Yes. That is the alternative. Yep. But in an interview, he just straight up says it. Who he does? just like, yeah, that's Jack White. Yeah, where does, where's the interview? Leader. Okay, but where's the interview with Jack White saying it? You you try to interview Jack White. He's an elusive man. In 1999? He's not. He's not. No, no, this <laughs> interview was done later. I know where Jack White's house is. I'll go interview him tomorrow. Do it. Okay. Wear, wear a mask. And a monocle. He likes steampunk stuff. Oh. <laughs> a guy shows up at your door with a monocle <laughs> and a mask. 
like how monocles a monocle monocle's only like partially steampunk, dude. It's not full out, so I'd just be like, Heard you like steampunk and just point at the monocle. You could you could as easily have been like a like, like the peanut guy. Yeah, that's right. They killed him, you know. The peanut guy is semi <laughs> <laughs> It's Jack White. Moral of the story. Did you so are we over this this bit now? Do, differ, listen to the song and differentiate for yourself whether you think it's Jack White or not. It could also be somebody that sounds a lot like Jack White. It's just one of those things where it's like, I think this is Jack White, but it, you don't. There's just so much like in favor of it I being know, Jack I know, White. I know, I know. The, the Detroit thing. How is there so the, much more? Oh, scene. yeah, just because they're from Detroit and he's from Detroit. Just because everyone's from Detroit. They played together. They were up in the same scene around the same time. I mean, they all played at probably the same Local clubs, so mm-hmm. I'm sure they know each other. Mm-hmm. Recorded before they made it big or went famous. This, I don't know. I think it's Jack White. Okay, well that's you can think it, but you can't say for sure. I know in my heart. Okay, well that's good. I know in my heart, my ass. <laughs> it's your heart. Last he I knows. heard, three sizes too small. Oh, you want to do that now? I guess. Oh, let's do it. So, uh, go ahead, Jared. You okay. found this. So I found a cover. That Sixpence None of the Richer did of your mean one, Mr. Grinch. I also. You said Sixpence None of the Richer? Yep. Okay, go on. Found a cover that Electric Six did of your mean one, Mr. Grinch. They both covered your mean one, Mr. Grinch. I found one, you found the other. Yes. Oh, that's impressive. Who knew there that the Grinch would be the tie between these two bands? I know. I kind of want to. I want to play a clip of both of them. And see who does it better. I want that to be the deciding factor on who's the good band. Why don't we end it with that then? Okay. You want It's in the. Yeah, Anyways, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. So, don't forget. Well, I will not. Oh, forget. I won't. Do not forget. You know, Dick Valentine's got. He's got his name's Tyler. That's his name too. I could oh, be. Really? I could be him because I'm not there with you, so you don't know. So if you don't credit me, you can just lie to everyone. <laughs> oh, that's that good. That makes sense. I got a little uh, boop boop badoo. You want me to do that thing? So uh, this is an electric six song. Uh, doom and gloom and doom and gloom. So go ahead and play that. Was uh, that was Baker Street by uh, Gary Rafferty or Jerry? Is it Gary or Jerry? Great question. Looks like Jerry. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Jerry because I like a soft G. man that's pretty great honestly yep they have some good callbacks in some of their stuff like the song um clusterfuck yeah i was waiting for you to bring this up can you play the end of that
so that was a reference to a, a, a meme, a, an internet funny, I think. Um, do you know who, who that is? Do you remember his name? Oh, man. He's like a, like a mayor or something, a governor. You can do it, Jared. I knew you would. Do you know it? it? No, I just knew that Hold you on. would. I purposely didn't look it up earlier yeah. because I knew you would know it. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Put me on the spot. It reminds me. Uh, yeah, Tyler, do you remember the, the rent is too damn high guy? Do I remember what guy? <laughs> the rent is too damn high. <laughs> you don't remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, I remember that guy. Okay, do you remember his name? Jimmy McMillan. Did you actually remember it or you just looked it up? <laughs> you just looked it up. Can you play he's that, a, that little clip? Absolutely. I represent the rent is too damn high party. People are working eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. So I'm a third job. Why? The rent is too damn high. The people I'm here to represent can't afford to pay the rent. Cause rent is too damn high. The people need to lead off right now. Candy crap was like a dollar. Only a governor like a farm over house can put everything in control. The bottom line is the economic state of emergency is the way to go. The way to go. The go, 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 go. This will reduce the cost. He looks like a damn supervillain. Uh, he does. I'm still a full-on supporter of Vermin Supreme. So, Absolutely. <laughs> I was just going to bring up Vermin Supreme. I'm so happy you brought up Vermin Supreme. I think everybody should have a pony. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mandatory uh, toothbrushing laws. Yep. I want to see uh, a debate between Jimmy McMillan, Vermin Supreme, and Joe Exotic. Oh, my goodness. I want Jimmy McMillan and I want Vermin Supreme to work together. VP and P, straight to the White House, baby. I, I would love for Bill Levin, the founder of the First Church of Cannabis in Indiana, to be involved in that somehow. He could be like the Secretary of State. He is just the coolest. He looks like a rock star. We got anything else on Electric Six? <laughs> I, I do, yes. Okay, please. So they have um, in their second album, Senior Smoke. Uh, a cover of Radio Gaga by Queen mm-hmm. in the music video. Ah, yes, please. Dick Valentine comes uh, from the grave dressed as Freddie Mercury and dances, and the rest of the band are uh, poodles. And they he got into some uh, controversy because people were mad that he was dancing on Freddie Mercury's grave. And... Uh, this says that Roger Taylor, the drummer for Queen, said that he was unimpressed with the music video, but that Brian May, the guitarist for Queen, liked it. And uh, Dick Valentine had to kind of come back and say, "We didn't, you know, we didn't do it to be uh, disrespectful to Mr. Mercury. We did it to pay homage, you know, like for him to be able to live th- through the music in this music video and this whole thing." So. We watched the music video this week. It was, it wasn't that great of a music video, but I don't know why they. I mean, everything has to be controversial. I don't think it was really justified. But man, this PC culture. Uh, yeah, Do you yeah. think the poodles were the ghosts of the poodles that got thrown out of the apartment building in UHF? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh damn. But uh, but yeah, I don't. I thought the cover was all right. He he. It was a good cover. It was all right. Yeah. They're a gimmicky band, like Tyler was saying. They're a fun band. Boo, fun. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like you. Boo, fun. Nothing is fun. 
I still I like Fly of the Concords more. They do their uh, vocal delivery style is quite similar to what it reminded me of. Mm. I was thinking like the darkness. Yeah, I like I electric think that's sex. And the, like, but the difference is that the darkness like plays it up tremendously, whereas Electric Six just kind of goes half mast. You know, I, I don't know, but they only have, like I said, two songs that anybody cared about in two thousand and three. And somehow they have like 17 albums and they are still out there somewhere. They're kicking it. They're, they're killing it. They're doing it. Yeah. They're not killing it. Uh, they're, well, they're playing still, small clubs. Yeah, but they're still selling they're out. Fun. They're selling out. I just read an article. They're selling they're out. Selling they're selling out whatever they're they're selling out right now. Well, they sold out already sold out. when they had Jack White on. Yes. Sell out. What oh, 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 a sell out. Pale ghost of a man. Sounds like they oh, sold out God. in 1999 before they even uh, had their first album. Early sellouts. You know what? They really sold out when they made Gay Bar Part 2. They were like, we can't get any play, Definite so let's sellout. just do it again. It has nothing to do with it. It is my favorite part. At just one point, they just say, Gay Bar Part 2. <laughs> and then they just continue on the other song that they were doing. Yep. What do you think about the first Gay oh. Bar? I like that song. Oh, boy. It's a it's a good song. It's, it's You don't like Gay Bar? No, it's not good. It's not good. I love Thank you. that song. Thank I've you, loved Caleb. that song for so long. It is not it is not good at all. It's not even it's not even a little bit good. It's it's really not good. It has like a great little like uh instrumental bit. Like everything about it is just no, perfect. No, it is not. With like the spaghetti western mixed with disco thing? It's great. Play it. Okay. Uh, in middle school, uh, I think it was, or early high school maybe, uh, me and a couple people were super into this song for some reason. Uh, and we would just turn to each other at random points during class and just say words from it, just like a line. Uh, it was me. Uh, one of the other people was a girl. Uh, she sat behind me. I turned to her. One of the lines in that song is, I have something to put in you. I turned and said that. And I was just face to face with my math teacher. And she just looked me in the eyes. And then I never spoke to my math teacher that, that whole year. Hmm. So you said the only line in the whole thing that's not nuclear war or I want to take you to a gay bar. Yeah, pretty much. Because there's only three lines, and that was one of the three. There's a there's a couple more, isn't there? No. Uh, no. I want to spend all your money. That's one. Yeah, who does I want to take you a girl. I want. I want to take money. you, girl, to a gay bar, and spend all of your money. At the gay bar. Great song. Great bar. song. That's what you do. Gay bar. Yeah. That's what you do. This song is bad. There's also "Girl Should Be You." Those are lyrics. It's the very beginning of the Woo. song. When you have to piece apart the six lyrics from the song, <laughs> it's probably not a good sign. Also, they said you're a superstar. Oh boy! I don't see anything about spending Seven. money. I thought it does say that. Money, it does. Right? No. Yeah. 
Not in these lyrics that I'm yeah. reading right it's now. It's in the song. Maybe. I heard it in the song earlier. Let me look at genius. Let me look at genius. Jared, did you say have? Did you have oh, something yeah, else you is. want to say about Electric Six? Oh yeah. So the other songs we listened to that were not on the debut album, Fire, Down at McDonald's with a Z, oh, which was from I Shall Exterminate, um, Everything Around Me That Restricts Me From, and then it cuts off on Spotify. Uh, being and the then, uh, and then on the album Switzerland, we listened to a song called I Buy the Drugs. So those are the songs we listened yeah. to. Down at McDonald's. So. so yeah, down at McDonald's was quite a thing. Yeah. I liked Radio Gaga. I was an all right cover. That's my the only one I really enjoyed other than the two singles. Yeah, this is it's a formulaic band. Put some things yeah. from genres together in the formula. Dash in some pop culture references. Ensure that you're saying gay bar. Song completed. That is definitely the the chemical x of this yeah get, you gotta get gay equation. bar in there you gotta, is you've gotta mention right. the gay bar occasionally <laughs> and then you have the powerpuff girls yeah <laughs> like occasionally sprinkle in supposed popular artists that you won't credit because you're a liar yep that's one of the more like the things i know about that band is a thing that might not even be true <laughs> <laughs> that's entirely that's yeah that's exactly right so all right, so let's uh, let's begin our journey into Sixpence None the Richer. Man, I was tempted. What were you tempted for? Shivan Glory? No. Oh, better. You know what? Let's just get to it. Can you turn that music back up just real quick? Going back up. That's weird. <laughs> that song sounded a little different, didn't it? Boo, oh. boo, 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 boo. Japanese version. Da, 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 da. No. no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, Jared. <laughs> Jared. It's not. No, stop it. I'm going to have to cut that off on it. He doesn't. I mean, it's from a song called you Turning should. Japanese. That's true. I, I really think so. All right. We'll cut it if you want. I don't care. We'll see. They used it in uh, Teen Titans. I don't like that either. <laughs> Oh. That Racist. was uh, Kiss Me, Japanese version. Now, when you see Japanese version on an album, you normally think, oh, this was featured in the Japanese CD. We didn't get it in the States, and so this is a bonus. No, 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 not in this version. <laughs> this is sung in Japanese. My theory is they saw that other bands have done Japanese versions, and they're like, we should do that, but better. Ooh. They didn't know. They thought that's what they were supposed to do. Oh, so they wasn't like them thinking to do it better. They were like, well, we got to do it. So can you just read me the lyrics, but in Japanese, and I'll learn how to sing them? Exactly. Does she, Brilliant. Does she know Japanese? Do you know if she? I don't know if she knows Japanese. She's from Texas. Yeah. She knows enough. She may know she something. She's been to Japan. Oh. Japan. I sent that to my friend that lived in Japan for uh, Japan for a while. He, uh, I thought he was going to propose to me on the spot. He was so thrilled to get that Japanese like that version. Song? 
Yeah. Oh, he likes that song. Well, how is it not accessible so. over there? Everyone likes that song. Who knows? Mm. So that's not the only time that you can, you know, kind of boop, 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 boop. There's, there's, some, there's quite a few covers from Sixpence. Mm-hmm. Quite a few covers. One song Jared did not even realize was a cover. Dax, did you know that it was a cover? Oh, I knew. Oh, I knew. So I, Dax, I, I didn't. Oh, I know it's, I did, I know it's a cover. So some people, some people might not know it's a cover, not to call out names. Some people might know it's a cover. Some people might not know it's a cover. Not the point. The song, There She Goes. Let's play the Sixpence and on the Richer version. And of course, that song came out in 97. The original version came out in 1990 by a band called The Laws on their album, The Laws, L-A apostrophe S. Not laws like breaking breaking the law or maybe something that, you know, uh vermin supreme might put into action no, not those laws la la laws their song there she goes You know, I think I had heard both versions. I just never put enough effort into thinking about that song. Oh, just, well, they didn't really was, process that song enough. He's just, to think he's, about just it, right? he's just so always, lazy in his It was mind. just on the radio. I just like, oh, that's a song. If you heard it on the radio, then with your, you know, with the age that you are in radio listening, you would have heard Sixpence None the Richer. You probably would have never heard The Lost. I would think so, yeah. Very probably. I know I've heard that version. I've heard it somewhere. Who yeah. knows? Probably. I've heard, I think I've heard both movies. versions. I just don't. I don't always immediately think that they uh, like they both are so different that you don't. Th- you know what I mean? Like that they cover that either of the two is a cover of the other. Right. Like the Laws version doesn't sound that much older than the modern. You know, the '97 right. version. No, it's only a seven-year gap. So. You know, it's not like it's so vastly different. And the genre is not, I, I don't know, yeah. There are minor differences in the composition. So there are parts that have been shortened and changed ever so slightly. I did a little bit of an analysis. And there are a couple parts that are a little bit different. But also, the really the main difference is just in instrumentation because the uh, Sixpence None the Richer version is not, the guitar is not as uh, loud and noisy. So it comes through a little more. So actually all of the backing instrumentation is a little more noticeable in that version. Do you also want to mention at this point in time the uh, Dancing Queen cover? If you want, yeah. They covered Dancing Queen on their Greatest Hits album. Uh, I th- I don't think it was on anything else. A few of the other things that I found that they had done uh, covers of or like tributes were on other albums, uh, like specific tribute albums for artists. But I think that the the Dancing Queen one was just like put together for their greatest hit CD. 
So not a bad cover. No, it's pretty good. I like them. I like her voice. The group is good. Mm-hmm. Good group. They're a band that's they've only got two singles, man, and nothing else. <laughs> that's that's. They they are two hit wonder. They, they both hit both of those two songs, "Kiss Me" and uh, "There She Goes," were in the top forty. They're another one of those groups. Two hit wonders. There we got go. another one. Same album. <laughs> yep. Definitely not their best song, though, in my opinion. I mean, those are good songs for sure, but I have a different like song that stood out to me. What would that be? So, Tyler, I'd love to get your take on this, too. Okay. Right. I showed I showed Jared and I showed Dax just to kind of get the concept that what, I'm, what I was kind of thinking was in line with it. But I want to play the chorus of the song Breathe Your Name by Sixpence None the Richer, probably my favorite song from them. Pretty, pretty good chorus, right? Yeah. I'm also now going to play the song Invasion from the band Isley. Not quite a boop, boop, but a boop, because I don't think that they're necessarily doing the exact same thing, but I do think that you can see that Isley was clearly inspired by Sixpence None the Richer. It was similar enough that when you played it off your phone speaker, which isn't the best quality, and I was also doing other things, I thought they were the same thing. Right. That's been pretty close. I, I have always liked Isley quite a bit, and I think that that informed me a little bit of, like... And, I, Jared, you mentioned, too, they're both contemporary Christian alternative rock bands that are fronted by females. So, like, you know, why wouldn't an Isley be inspired by a Sixpence None the Richer? Yeah, that's true. I mean, if that's the, the CDs that you have to buy in the contemporary in the Christian bookstore, then, you know, you're going to draw influence from stuff like that. I also hear um, some... Like uh, uh, cranberries, you know, like influence and uh, Ten Thousand Maniacs is another thing that I saw they'd opened for them, so I'm sure there's an influence there. And then another group that they have uh, had opened for when they first were starting out was a band called Over the Rhine, which is a Cincinnati group uh, that uh, patron and Uncle David really enjoys. I actually saw Over the Rhine several years ago. They're good. Um, at a, a, a small like club thing. And so, I mean, it's another kind of influence. They have this really good song about everybody pooping. Really? Love it. We have mentioned them before. Do you remember when? No. I can't remember either. I, I love that we play this game every week <laughs> We now. did, though. Didn't we talk about this? <laughs> but we have, we have talked about Over the Rhine, though. Oh. Oh, for sure. No, you and I talked about Over the Rhine, Caleb, because they had an album come out last year. Oh, that would make sense. That's where oh, that's important. where we talked about it. Okay, so their name comes from a quote in uh, C.S. Lewis' book *Mere Christianity*, 
she told the story of the name on David Letterman. They performed there, and then he came over, or she came over and talked to him, and she was able to tell uh, the story of the name. I, I, I don't know if I can like really do it justice. Right. Just go look it up. Quote. Yeah, just go look it up if you care. Uh, she was only 16 when they had their first album, which is very young. Really? Yep. That is really young. Tyler, yeah. what were you going to say? She was quite young at 16. I, I noticed that, and I was like, this is interesting. That's kind of early to start a a group and then do the thing. Yeah. From uh, what I read about her, she actually like got her um, beginnings uh, in doing country music. Uh, she got a guitar, I think, when she was 12 or something like that. I, I, I read it. I don't remember exactly what age. But and she started doing like uh, Bonnie Raitt and, and people like mm-hmm. that. And then she started the group with the other guy in the band. Uh, Matt Slocum. Uh, Slocum. Yes, thank you. Um, that's the two of them started it, and then they did you know basically pop rock kind of music. So, I. Mm-hmm. I actually owned that album. Uh, the the Sixpence None the Richer titled album that came out in 97 i had i had that on cd they fit pretty well i like, well I mean, I like the the 90s uh, pop pop type singles stuff. from it but i remember listening i mean i don't really uh, remember the other songs but i do remember listening to that album a decent amount so i also owned uh yeah. a cd single that she did lay nash uh it was called need to be next to you and it was for the film bounce uh, which I think had Mandy Moore in it or something like that, but she did that song uh, for the mu- for the movie studio as a thanks for putting the song uh, "There She Goes" uh, or no "Kiss Me" in the film uh, "She's All That." Hmm. So it was like, "You do my song, I'll do your, or I'll do a song for you." So, That's interesting. Yeah, she also did a song for um, "Bridge to Terabithia." Oh really? The the new version. Yeah. I guess there's not a whole lot of uh things to say. They're Christians so they don't get into trouble. Mm-hmm. That's right. They're good they're good boys and girls. That's so right. uh they were featured uh they were featured in an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch in two thousand and three. Oh boy, that's a, that's, that's straight fun. up against you can't put witchery. Okay, you can't represent yeah, witchery. Say, that's a little witchy, guys. A little witchy guys. And in 2012, they had a song called Radio uh, premiere on Perez Hilton's website. Oh, I don't like that. Perez Hilton's website? Yeah, that's yeah. a weird one. That's a weird place. That's that very places. strange. I, to <laughs> I know very little about Perez Hilton. Is he, is he still around doing stuff? I assume so. Yeah, might as well assume. <laughs> I mean, I think, safe. I think he's the one that was in that Electric Six song. Oh, that was it. Yeah, oh, that's who yeah, it was. Yeah, that was it. It was him. I mean, what else is he going to do other than being around doing things? I mean, he's got to – he can't live on what he made those four years. He's got a hectic, fast-paced lifestyle. He's got to maintain that income. It's. I mean, it's funny because he took his name from somebody that is now irrelevant. So mm-hmm. his irrelevancy is based around somebody else's name that is irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's just like the the times you live in where you want to put your stock. You know, right. it's it's very strange. I was looking at covers of Kiss Me. So I found a couple. There was a uh, Newfound Glory did a pretty good one. Yep. 
Um, and then I found a Klingon karaoke cover. Uh, Klingon is in Star Trek. So let's hear it. It's called Hill Chop. I have no idea what to do with that information. It makes about as much sense as the real version, honestly. <laughs> oh, go. Which, speaking of, uh, Garfunkel and Oates, uh, amazing comedy duo. Uh, they they did a little, they did a little ditty about it. They put together a worst song medley. You want to play a little clip from that? The whole song is song song lyrics that they do not like. It sounds like it. They're not it so happy about it. It was pretty good. Link in the description. Yep. Nope. Great. Oh man. Eclipse. Nope. Eclipse more than Hillchop did. One day the <laughs> one day we'll put one in there. <laughs> They'll be shocked and awed. One day I'm gonna just go back and edit it and slip one in without anyone knowing. Oh, that's uh, good. I, and every single video. Yeah. We've got a list somewhere. Someone's keeping track of everything that we've ever said that we were gonna look um, in the description. They've got it all in this little document. I hope so, because I don't want to have to go back and listen to every one. <laughs> all right, we ready to we ready to say who we think is the good band, who we think is the bad band. We got to do a little Grinch off here. Oh no, we'll we'll let's see how this goes, and then we'll do that. All right. All right. I mean, what if that's part of the decision making? I think that we might be tying this week. And I think that's got to be the tiebreaker. Okay. I'm obvious, so I'm going to say mine first. Uh, Electric Six. Okay. I'll say Sixpence on the Richer. I'll agree with Jared. It's Sixpence on the Richer. I do, too. Well, then we're safe. We can we can play the Grinch versions, but right. who, did, you, who, did you, who did you think would tie it for with Electric Six? He thought six. I was going to pick Electric Six. Oh, come six. on. I did. <laughs> that's why I, I was so You know confused. he likes the hits? So, well, that's the thing. They both <laughs> they both have two hits. They both have they two. Uh, yeah, but hits. who's got So it's the a matter hits. it's a matter of uh the other songs if you separate the two hits, who has better consistency? Like oh. Electric 6 just puts out a bunch of, you know, like throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Whereas Sixpence None the Richer, I like uh the song that you mentioned, um Breathe Your Name. I also like the songs that she did outside of that. So it's like the, the consistency within the group and outside of the group. And I would rather like, I'd rather listen to six pence on the richer than electric six. Yeah, same. I see your point. I like more electric six songs than I like uh six pence, well, but that's, that's pretty percentage sad. wise. I like more of six pence as a whole. Mm. Well, who, what you is know? that? A percentage is dumb. That's what I'm saying. That's why I chose Electric Six. Yeah, but that's also dumb. Like the fact that you like more of their <laughs> songs is really—I don't know what to think of you. 
I know. Right. Just let that part of your life. To, I've got something to put in you. Oh, boy. Gross. Oh, boy. So is this the Grinch off? It's time for the Grinch off. And then are we going to do another song? So is this a separate vote? Are we doing a separate, like... Yeah, I think so. I think this will be a separate vote now. Because okay. I thought we were going to tie, and I thought that would be how we would determine. Oh, but yeah. I was wrong. So now we're just going to do a Grinch off. Okay, do it. Just a fun old Grinch off to end the show. Who do you want to start with? Let's six. do six pence. Okay, cool. So right away, I don't like the mixing. That's entirely fair. Let's see what Electric Six has to do on this one. That's pretty good, comparatively. <laughs> yeah, I think Electric Six wins the Grinch off. They won the Grinch off. But I have a new contender for the best Grinch. I don't know if you want to play it or not, but let's hear it. Ho- Small Town Titans, which released this Grinch cover two years ago, December 2nd of 2017, uh, they did a version of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, and it is the best version of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch besides the original. It is great. It every year, every Christmas, like the last like two years, it trends around the same time because it is great. You're as cuddly as a cactus and as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peas. pretty good it's pretty good it's pretty good pretty good pretty good all right well we're we're in april i think and we're playing the grinch so <laughs> you can tell how we're this, getting in the mood you everybody. can tell how this quarantine's treating us so uh i think that's all we got let us know who you well i guess i'll do it the bit in the song so right <laughs> <laughs> play yeah. a play radio gaga by electric six that's you, what i want to end it you got it Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band. Check us out on patreon.com slash record roundtable. Check out our website. Next week, we're talking about Toby Keith Urban.